This episode of the Fiction Writers Podcast is brought to you by The Novel Notebook. With each character and each setting, hundreds of details must be compiled and organized, far too many for a writer like you to keep them cataloged in your brain. The Novel Notebook provides the answer. Visit www.fictionwriterspodcast.com novel and quickly discover how to organize your materials and take your novel to the next level. Welcome to the Fiction Writers Podcast with Lana McCara, where you will discover tips, tricks, and ideas for fiction that is hashtag unputdownable. Here you'll find new energy, new perspectives, new resources, and new ideas that will spark your creativity into a blaze of brilliance. It's easier than you think. Be sure you visit our website at www.fictionwriterspodcast.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, get out your notebook, tune in, and let's get started. We all have them. Those moments in our lives when we know for sure life will never be the same. My name is Lana McKira. Welcome to the Fiction Writers Podcast. Tips, tricks, and ideas for fiction that is hashtag unputdownable. I call them before and after moments. Those times when our life changes forever. Could be something good. For me, winning the Christie Award in 2001, when they called my name, something inside me knew that life was never going to be the same. And it wasn't. I got opportunities like never before, and it has changed my life even to this day, 20 years later. Or it might be something not so good. Death of a family member, or a setback, or some health crisis, major surgery, Sometimes we'll do that, or a diagnosis. So those before and after moments, we have them like like landmarks, like bookmarks in our lives. If our life was a timeline, we'd see certain years popping up as landmark years that changed our direction. And so I'd like to suggest that you take those moments in your life and use them as seed ideas for your novel. Now, I'm not talking about writing a biography. I'm talking about taking a situation, an incident, a relationship, something that you can use for your book. Now, for example, I took a stalker. I had a stalker in 2014, 2015. It was a two-year marathon of terror for me. And of course, I'm a novelist. And the whole time it was happening, I was thinking, you know, this would really make some good information for a novel. But I couldn't write it right then. I was too scared, too traumatized. It actually took me five years to be able to write it. But that idea of how a stalker changes your perspective on the world, that's a really good seed idea because the character would then have a shift in their perspective and their point of view and their worldview and the way they treat relationships and handle their life. So it's a really good seed thought. So I made notes of some of the key moments and recorded the emotions that I was feeling during that time. And I put that away because I was too scared, too traumatized to look at it again for about five years. And then eventually, you know, that was continuing to go on in the back of my mind. You know, that stalker 
situation would be a good seed thought. So I took that idea out of my life, that stalker idea, and I put it in a completely different setting, made up all new characters. Now for me, I knew who my stalker was. It was an old boyfriend I broke up with. He went psycho. And so I didn't make it a boyfriend. Instead, I made it someone she didn't know. Who was it? Who's doing this to me? Why would they take all this time and effort to make my life so miserable? She couldn't figure it out. That's one of the mysteries. There's two mysteries in the story. That's one of the mysteries. And it is the personal development journey for the main character. So I created a completely different situation. This woman had a psychology practice and she had clients that sometimes she had to give hard feedback to um, if they were in an abusive relationship or setting boundaries or whatever. And quite often family members would get upset. So she thought, I wonder if it's a family member who's coming after me because they didn't like what they told, you know, my wife, my sister, my whatever, my mother, maybe. Um, and so I said it in a completely different situation. Now, there were some things that were true. What the police did, that was absolutely true. That's what the police do. Oftentimes, they make the victim look guilty of something like I'd done something wrong. And they did that to my character. The escalation of it. Now, the escalation was different because this person in the book did different things than the person in real life, but it got worse and worse and worse until there was serious danger to the heroine. I never felt like someone was going to, you know, physically attack me in my situation. It was scary, but I never felt like, oh, they're at the door with a knife. No, I never felt like that. But my heroine, that was a different story. I took her all the way through. So the changes make it fiction, but the scene thought. Now, why does this make your book come alive? Well, for one thing, you live through it. So you can write about it in a way that's realistic. You felt the emotions. You can draw on that. You saw what your family members did and the reactions of people. And so you can use that for your uh, for your story. Real emotion. <clears throat> so much better than made-up emotion. And then the second thing is, when the book comes out, you can use it for publicity. You can talk about why I wrote this story. Tell your story. And that's what I'm doing. I'm saying I had a stalker, and I talk about women, women's issues particularly pertaining to stalking. Now, we know that men have stalkers as well. But for my book, it was a woman, and it has opened so many doors for me to be able to say, I experienced something. And that will get you way further in the media than just saying, oh, I found an idea and I made it up and I had a dream or something like that. You can actually talk about your experience, relate it to the book, and then you've got a hook to hang it on. And so it will help your book sell more copies, which is what we're all after, right? So a couple of caveats with this. First of all, don't traumatize yourself. It took me five years to even start the process of writing the book. It took me a while to write the book. So now uh, eight years has gone by since that happened to me. 
And in that period of time, I was able to heal, recover from the trauma, and now I can talk about it without getting traumatized again. I could write about it without getting traumatized again. So don't traumatize yourself. If you have something that is very gut-wrenching and you're still working through it, and when you sit down to type about it, you feel, you know, inside you start feeling a weak feeling or you get all this agitation. Well, don't go there. Just wait. Wait until you're ready because you need to be able to talk about it. Of course, you need to be able to write about it, to write the book in the first place. But if it's a sensitive issue that you know you're never going to get over, then just pick something else. Don't make your life miserable because you need to talk about how you got the idea for the book when it's finished, because you will need to. And if you have something that makes you feel bad, that topic that you don't want to talk about, you're going to hinder your success before you even get started. So allow yourself the leeway to pick something you can talk about, something that you're passionate about, something you can bring forward and maybe help somebody. Wouldn't that be great? Help somebody. And so in my with my book, I put a, an author's note in the back with some statistics about stalking. And a number of website for a, an organization that helps people who are undergoing this kind of trauma to help someone who might have been in this situation. So go through your life. Make a list of some before and after moments for you. Take a look at them and, and mull it over. It doesn't have to be an instant decision, but just think about it. What is a topic in that list? Probably have more than one, which is actually why it's better and easier for an older person to write this kind of thing than a younger person. We have more life experience. Take that list and look through. And you need three, three qualifications for whatever you select. It should be universal. Everybody has thought about it maybe watched a movie about it, they've been dreading it, something like that. It's relatable. Maybe they know someone who's been in a situation like that. They've seen movies about it. And it's emotional. It needs to have drama around it. Drama makes good scenes, which make good books. So I hope that helped you today. Thank you so much for joining us. This is the Fiction Writers Podcast, and my name is Lana McCara. See you next time. Thank you for tuning into the Fiction Writers Podcast with Lana McCara, where we share tips, tricks, and ideas for fiction that is hashtag unputdownable. Remember to visit our website at www.fictionwriterspodcast.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Fiction Writers Podcast.